With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Red Sox Precap with your hosts, Keaton DeRocher and Shelley Verstraight. Part of the Over the Monster Podcast Network. Welcome to the Red Sox Precap Podcast from Over the Monster, where uh, I, as your host, Keaton DeRocher and Shelley Verstraight, joining me as always, will. Review the Red Sox series that just ended and preview the one that's about to come up. Get you uh, everything you need to know. Some wonderful insight and commentary on the games we just watched. And get you all prepped and ready to watch a whole another brand new series. Um, Shelly, I uh, do not remember the last time we recorded after a win, so that sucks. But hey, we got, we got, a, we got one today. Nine game losing streak is finally over. Yeah, I, I I can't believe it. I I mean, I was I was sitting on the couch, you know, with my husband and it was up, you know, we were we were leading late in the game and I'm like it's not over yet, but we actually won a game, Keaton. We actually won a game. <laughs> and we will get into that uh today's game in much more detail, but first, we have to review game 1 of this little two-game series here against Philadelphia. And uh, for the first time in what seems like all season, uh, Red Sox starting pitching uh, didn't sink the ship right off the bat. We had uh, Zach Godley versus uh, Zach Eflin of Philadelphia, um, and it was Eflin that ended up struggling this time, even though he got eight strikeouts to four innings, gave up 
four earned runs. Godley also went four innings and uh, only gave up one run, one walk, struck out four. Um, it's it's slightly concerning when you look at four innings and one run and think, wow, what a great start. But <laughs> see uh, Godley uh, maybe kind of straighten his his previous disaster starts out and was at least able to get through four. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I do think that this is kind of a win. Um, I kind of expect this um, out of most of our starters outside of Eovaldi going either three or four innings and um, maybe giving up a run or two. And seeing that Godley went four, struck out four, and only walked one, and only gave up one run, I, I totally think that that's a win. Um, it, it We kind of need to, unfortunately, get used to this kind of outing from our starters. Yeah. And as soon as Godley left the game... It completely fell apart uh, as the Phillies ended up winning, hanging a, a 13 on the Red Sox, winning 13-6. to six. Uh, As soon as Godley was out, Valdez ended up pitching an inning, gave up one run, one strikeout, no walks. Not a bad outing. Then uh, Josh Taylor making his second appearance, um, gave up three runs in two-thirds of an inning. Hembry then followed that up with four runs without recording an out uh, in what was by far the worst outing of his season. His ERA ballooned to 5.59 after that um that won't help and philly was really propelled to the win as a, with that seven run sixth inning uh, that was followed up with brewer throwing inning in a third giving up a run getting three strikeouts walden again um struggled one inning three runs and ryan brazier the only guy that had a clean inning the entire night and it came in the ninth uh yeah yeah i i I'm kind of surprised that Hembry couldn't even get an out. Um, he's been looking pretty, pretty good this first, you know, uh, first part of the of the season, uh, which has kind of been surprising because um, I wasn't really a big fan of his. Uh, but to see him just give up like four and runs and not get an out was not good. And no. then you know Marcus Walden like. I, I really liked what he did last year, and I was, like, really in on him. Like, I was, like, really high on him, and to see him kind of struggle yet again, um, it just kind of it just kind of nailed in the coffin. This game was not fun to watch. Nope. And just after we had finished praising Valdez and Hembry for basically being the only reliable relievers at the moment, uh, Hembry, not a good time. Not a good time for that. Exactly. Um, so silver linings for the Red Sox, though. Uh, Rafael Devers went three for five. Bogarts went two for three. Moreland went two for three. Um, Devers. Uh, oh, no, it was today he hit his home run. Yeah. Um, but still, three hits. Uh, seems like he's kind of straightened himself out over the past uh, four games. Racking up hits. Hopefully we'll see that continue because we know when he gets hot. How good that looks. Uh, also had a double today, I believe, which we'll talk about a little in a little bit more detail. But um, Bryce Harper, uh, Reese Hoskins, Gonzalez, uh, and Jay Bruce all had homers for Philly, doing a whole heck of a lot of damage. So yep. Red Sox drop game one. Yeah. Game two. Red Sox again scored six runs. 
uh, but got enough pitching to where this game turned into a win. Woohoo! Yeah, nine-game losing streak came to a close. The pitching matchup here was uh, Jake Arrieta versus Kyle Hart. Kyle Hart went three and two-thirds inning, gave up two runs, four walks, five strikeouts. It wasn't a great start, but it was enough. Uh, handed it over to a bullpen who really ended up shutting the door, locking things down. Uh, Arietta went four and a third, gave up four runs, four four walks, three strikeouts, and a home run. Two Rafael Devers. Um, Barnes and Workman both finally got some high leverage work. Uh, Barnes went an inning and two thirds, got three strikeouts, one walk, no hits. Workman worked a clean ninth for the save, one strikeout, no walks. No hits. Uh, however, he did labor, um, or sorry, not labor. Only took him 11 pitches to get through the ninth, which um, we had just seen both him and Barnes come off of low-leverage situations and get wrecked. So it was nice to see them uh, on their bounce back in both of their starts here in a high-leverage situation and be able to uh, control the last three innings of the game. Uh, yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Um, especially with Workman, like, uh, I, I did catch, like, the last inning after I got off work, uh, today, and he looked really good, and I I caught a little bit of the highlights of Barnes, and he kind of labored a bit. He got to a lot of, like, 3-2 counts, a lot of foul balls, but just knowing that he got through, um you know, his one and two-thirds innings with three strikeouts and just a walk and no one runs. That's really huge for Barnes. And Workman yep. just was, like, really great. Major step in the right direction for Barnes. Love to see that continue. Totally. Devers again on fire. Three for four today. Moreland also just continued his tear. Two for three. A home run for Devers was the only home run the Red Sox had. None for Philly. Uh, even in a win, Red Sox left 18 men on base. They left 17 men on base in the first. But um, good to see the pitching kind of finally have their day as the Red Sox bats uh, continue to not struggle scoring runs, but the pitching really struggling. And I was afraid that they were about to start a third streak <laughs> of giving up seven-plus runs but were able to hold the Phillies to three today. As they split the series, just like uh, Shelly and I predicted, um, However, we we're both wrong on our series MVP. I feel like it's got to be Devers, right? Oh uh, yeah, I totally, I totally agree. It's, it's definitely Devers, and I'm really, really um, happy to see Devers kind of like start to get on a roll. Um, because I remember last year he was like really struggling out the gate, and then he totally yeah. caught fire. So I'm hoping, you know, this year's like last year, and we will see Devers you know, start to hit, like, all these doubles and just be, like, the devils that we know and love. Yeah, and not only did he struggle with the play, he struggled in the field to begin the season last year, too, but then was able to turn both of them around as kind yeah. of, once he got positive momentum going in one direction, it kind of spread to everything else. So we can hopefully hang our hats on uh, seeing a continuation of that this season as he's currently on an absolute tear. Yep. Uh, that covers everything from that series. There's only two games. I thought I was about to start doing another one, but that's it. That was the end. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. This is it's really, really quick, like two. It, usually it's like a home and home, but it was just like a two-game series. It was kind of interesting. Yeah, this came off of uh, 
back-to-back four-game series, so it was a little weird to only have to talk about two. So yeah. <laughs> we'll take a break, and we'll come back and preview the series against Baltimore. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. All right. Uh, speaking of four game series. Here we have one against Baltimore, and normally uh, seeing Baltimore come to town or going to visit them, just playing them, uh, is a is a sight for, for sore eyes, but not so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it as things currently stand here. Um, I don't know if Baltimore has played today or not yet. Looks like they have not. Uh, but they currently occupy, um, I guess, the fifth wild card spot I, yeah what are the what are the i guess what are the uh, the ones that don't win the division is it just five wild cards i don't know if we have names for them but either way they're the the eighth team in the american league and would be in the playoffs at the moment uh at an even 12 and 12 uh the red Sox uh still have the worst record in uh, the american league so Whoa. uh four game series here for the red Sox. uh they currently sit five and a half games behind the orioles but perhaps um, things will be different in this series. Uh, the opening series of the season, Orioles took two out of three. Uh, <clears throat> guys that have continued to stay really hot for Baltimore, Anthony Santander is hitting 300 with nine homers and 25 RBIs. Um, that's not exactly a name. I actually believe you, in the first series, pointed to Santander as someone who was kind of interesting. I talked about Renato Nunez, so kudos to you, Shelley, for nailing that. Uh Ronald Nunez is also hitting 284 with five homers, so he's doing some pretty damn good, solid damage too there. But mm-hmm. not really the one-two punch you would expect in like the heart of a major league order. But they both are killing it. Uh, yeah. Um, Baltimore has uh, really been kind of like this. Uh, just really an interesting team to watch because they're very like everyone kind of really thought that they were going to be like the bottom of the barrel. But they're kind of like holding their own. And Santander, uh, Ruiz, um, Means has been, you know, has added like two or three ticks on his velocity. Just the team has been kind of interesting. Um, so, yeah, this this matchup should be uh, pretty uh, pretty fun to watch. Jose Iglesias, old friend, hitting 400. Yes. Uh, yes. Anzer Alberto hitting 323, uh, 346-500 with a couple homers. Um, this lineup is doing significantly more damage than we thought it would. Yeah, uh, uh, totally. And um, I, I, I don't really know what to make of it. <laughs> because, yeah. I mean, it was like totally unexpected to see just 
so many guys in their lineup actually hitting. It's it's. I mean, I I'm I'm glad for Orioles fans, but I'm just like totally, you know, surprised to see this. Yeah, and the pitching matchups as they stand, uh, game one, Evaldi versus Wojciechowski, who I'm sure you all remember throwing what was it like eight perfect innings. Yeah. Against the Red Sox out of nowhere. Uh, a bullpen day versus John Means. Martin Perez versus Alex Cobb and Zach Godley versus Wade LeBlanc. And then, um, <clears throat> this could be a pretty wild offensive series because the uh, for as much good as the Orioles lineup is doing, uh, their pitching is doing quite the opposite. Um, not quite as bad as the Red Sox, but still not great. Um Oh, yeah. Wojciechowski is a 4.3 ERA, means has an ERA of 10 in his three starts, not looking like the all-star he was a year ago. Alex Cobb, pretty respectable, 3.76 ERA, uh, not racking up a whole lot of strikeouts, but his last start was pretty impressive, and the way LeBlanc has an ERA of 7.8. So if there was a series that would turn things around for the Red Sox or even kind of give them a little bit of momentum to work with, it would be this series, wouldn't you think? Uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely think so. Um, I, I, I really, as much as I love Wojciechowski and Wade LeBlanc and kind of Alex Cobb, like he's got in that, what, what he calls uh, a slutter pitch, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> um, he's, he's kind of got that thing going. I really do believe in the Red Sox lineup, and I do think that we can really get to them especially um here recently the pitching's been kind of uh sketchy for the uh for the Orioles so I think that we can uh our bats are going to come alive here yeah I'm gonna go uh, real aggressive and I'm gonna say the Red Sox take three out of four um I'm I'm totally for it um I I yes I I'm 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 all here for that three for four and I'm gonna Ride the hot hand and say Devers just continues his streak because we, uh, I don't want to think it's going. It's hard to slow him down. So I'm going to take Devers as my MVP of the series and hopefully he just continues wrecking. Exactly. It was either going to be um, uh, uh, Devers or, um, you know, someone else. But I guess I'll go with Devers. Yeah. Moreland, I thought about too because yeah. um, he, he, I guess, even more so than Devers. Uh, like, if there's a season for Mitch Moreland to just, like, go out there and blow people's minds, it's a short season like this. I mean, he usually, through the first, like, 80 games of the season, he has a killer first half. Yeah. Um, I believe, recently he was an all-star um, with the Red Sox. I th- should have looked that up before. Whoops, <laughs> my bad. But uh, either way, he usually has a killer first half and with only a 60-game season. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if he ended up hitting, like, 340. Yeah, it, it really wouldn't either because I mean, Moreland is is just just a really good just just good guy to have. So I'm glad that we have him on the team, and he's totally on fire right now. Um, so yeah, I think he's going to have a really good season. Agreed. Uh, that will do it for this wonderful precap podcast. Uh, hopefully, we continue this little high note we ended on today in the Philly series. Keep that going in that next four-game series against the Orioles, and we will be with you again on uh, Monday morning 
for a preview of the three-game series against Blue Jays. I've been your host, Keaton DeRocher. You can find me on Twitter, at SpokenKeats, and you can find Shelly at ShellyV underscore 643. Thanks for listening.